Hi, welcome back. In today's video, I'm going to share how the two codependent types, both the disempowered and the falsely empowered codependent, express the five core symptoms of codependence. Now, the five core symptoms of codependence are a lack of self-love, a lack of boundaries or inability to set boundaries. They're out of touch with reality. They lack in the ability to self-care and they lack maturity and moderation. And as I go through all of these, how both the disempowered and the falsely empowered express those five in their lives. So you can be able to kind of get an idea of how this is showing up in your life. I'm going to Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease also express how they show up in mine because I'm both. I'm just flat out crazy. <laughs> you know, I've been through a lot in my life and so I have a lot of, as I like to call them, perfect imperfections. And it's my belief, um, at least what works best for me, is for me to show how I'm perfectly imperfect as I teach about all of this stuff. Um, it's just the model I, <laughs> I was going to say I was raised on. In a way that's true because, gosh, yeah, it was over 20 years ago. I walked into my counselor's office and I was going through a divorce with a physically and verbally abusive spouse. I mean, the, the, I've talked about, it was just awful. And I was telling him a little bit about it. And I, you know, I pursued personal development and lots of stuff. And so I knew a little bit, not like I do now, but I knew enough to, to know there was something imperfect about me. And as I sat there, you know, and explained what happened. And I didn't know exactly, you know, how this worked or what my struggles were, but I turned to him and I said, simply, I said, Mike, I don't know how to be a man. And that was the truth. I didn't know how to be a man because if you're in a relationship like that and you're being treated that way, that's, that's about us too. Because we're condoning it by staying. That says a lot about us and it doesn't make us bad. It was just the best I could do. And luckily for me, he said, you know, Kenny, when I was in your shoes, I went and became an expert. That phrase just stuck. And that's what I've done for the last yeah, 20 years. I've gone and become an expert. And um, that's what I was raised on. Really, Mike taught me how to be a man. And these processes I'm going to share with you, you know, that's a big piece of it. All of us are left in childhood. I don't care who you are, how successful you are, you are left in childhood. It happens to all of us because of the worst day cycle, because of the, the societal beliefs and the things we teach and don't teach. We all are codependent. We all get left in childhood and we all get to decide if we want to grow out of that. I chose to do it and I'm very thankful that I did. I encourage you to choose your reality and if you want to stay stuck, well, I call it staying stuck, you may call it home. I encourage you to do what's best for you. For those of you who want to grow out of that and as I like to say, become the greatest version of yourself, then let's get started. This video is for you. So 
Again, there are two types of codependence. Sadly, only one other person that I'm aware of in this industry talks about the two types, and that's Pia Melody. And that's who I was raised on, was Pia Melody. And man, if you don't know about the falsely empowered codependent, you are robbing yourself of tremendous growth and you're only gonna mature so far into adulthood because what we think of as mature adults are actually the falsely empowered codependent and, and because we're, we have this slanted view, even CODA, you know, Codependence Anonymous, which I love, everyone's only talking about the typical disempowered, which is what we all think of, they get run over, treated poorly and all that. There is that. But the so-called successful, they're just as codependent and we're gonna talk about the two of them. So remember, this is, these are all born and part of what uh, the worst day cycle is born out of these dynamics. If you are not familiar with the worst day cycle, if that sounds new to you, I encourage you to pick up a copy of my book. This is something I discovered that everyone, this is a human dynamic. This isn't just certain people. All of us are stuck in this worst day cycle. It's how we all live our lives. It's a self-destructive process that unless we go back and do this healing work and gain emotional mastery and recover from our childhood injuries and traumas, we will repeat this in our hobbies, careers, friendships, relationships, every area of our life. All we're ever doing is reliving those that trauma and those injuries until we gain emotional mastery and heal them. So I encourage you to pick up that so you can learn about the worst day cycle. I also have a playlist on my YouTube channel. Please go to it, watch those videos that if you don't want to spend money, that'll give you an outline of the basic process so you can start getting familiar with how you're stuck in your own worst day cycle and the codependence, they're intermingled together, all right? Now, these are these adaptations, um, these two types of codependence are born out of childhood. If you saw my last uh, video about the um, wounded inner child, I talked about how the uh, wounded child gets created and the adapted wounded child cre gets created. If you have not seen that video, you're gonna wanna go back and watch it. It's called the wounded inner child. That will really help you deepen your knowledge of how all of this works. Real quick recap, the wounded child is created in the first five years of life. We're, we've all been wounded in this area. That creates the disempowered codependent. Again, to learn more about that, go back and watch that video. But that's where the disempowered codependent, primarily that's where the disempowered, it can happen from six to 17, you know, the six to 17 year old, that's where the falsely empowered codependent um, gets created. The disempowered can happen, is there, can happen there also, all right? We can still have disempowering events that create a disempowered codependent, but what is true for all of us is that the wounded child will morph into the adapted wounded child. And this is where um, the falsely empowered codependent, this is where we learn, okay, now that I have enough in it because we've matured enough in that age range to get a sense of here's how our perfectly imperfect dysfunctional family works. And this is who I, I'm gonna have to develop this false persona, this is all worst day cycle stuff. I have to become something I'm not so that I can survive the family system. And so now we're stuck in either the wounded child, the uh, adapted or the adapted wounded child, and either primarily the disempowered codependent or the falsely empowered codependent, 
or a mixture of both. All right. Again, for more information on all of this, go back and watch three, uh, well, two videos in a playlist. The first one is The Wounded Inner Child. Another video on my codependence playlist is called The Two Codependent Personalities. That will help you learn more about this as well. And then to discover more about the worst day cycle, go to my worst day cycle playlist. There are five videos. They're all titled, um, uh, Reclaim Your Authentic Self by Becoming Trauma-Informed or pick up a copy of my book, Your Journey to Success. All right, so now let's get into the five core symptoms. Remember, they are lack of self-love, lack of boundaries, uh, we're out of touch with reality, a lack of self-care, and lack of maturity and moderation. All right, so I'm gonna go through all five of those in the disempowered, and then I'm gonna go through the falsely empowered, all right? So the disempowered, when it comes to a lack of or low self-love, what that looks like is their self-worth is determined by other people's thoughts, feelings, or actions. They can't do it within themselves. Remember, this is the disempowered, your typical codependent that most people think of. They often feel a sense of self-detest, like they detest themselves. They feel so inadequate, imperfect. They tend to be one down. In other words, you know, in a relationship, they'll take the bottom position or they will belittle themselves. And that way you see me do that all the time. You'll catch me, you know, dropping into complete lack of self-love and I just go boom and denigrate myself. Um, they will feel worthless and empty. I don't really feel worthless anymore. I, at times I still feel empty. They will give themselves away and be people pleasers. That was me before I met, before I really got into this journey with Mike. I, that was me. I couldn't say no to anyone or anything. I had no voice. That's the typical disempowered with low self-esteem or, or an inability to love themselves. Um, they develop other esteem. This is, again, will resonate with you for those that are the typical codependent. They believe their value comes from taking care of others. Now they do this to hide a deep sense of shame. And the message, the injury that they suffered in childhood was that they have no worth unless they take care of others. That was my dynamic with my father. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can, I just have pictures of rubbing his feet when he'd be, you know, it'd be Friday nights and he'd be watching TV and I'd grab the lotion, I'd rub his feet and just trying to get him to look at me with worth and he'd just be wrapped up in what he was doing. Like I'd just give myself away, just notice me dad so I felt, would feel a sense of worth. Um, and this is where, you know, I use this, Bradshaw uses this term, sadistically nice. No one likes to hear that term. I know that hurts. And, that, and that's because of the shame you went through. It's like, oh, I can't admit that about me, that my niceness and my people pleasing. Because the disempowered codependent is, you'll, we'll talk about this, is out of touch with reality. They're not reality that all of this is a manipulation. It's all based on shame, so low self-esteem. It's not truly nice. 
They're filled with sadness and anger at how they were shamed and belittled and ignored and abandoned and neglected. And so that they're just like me rubbing my father's feet, trying so hard to be nice, but filled with rage. And so that's why the niceness has a sadistic quality to it because it always has. Um, it always comes at a cost. People, when I, especially when I was here, they're, they're filled with resentment. They keep score. They throw it in other people's faces. That's the sadistic nature of it is they need to be recognized. They need people to, you know, acknowledge their niceness. Well, that's a manipulation. If we're truly nice, we're doing it out of the goodness of our heart. We don't care if they respond. We don't need their response. See, we are interdependent. We are not codependent on their reaction. How do the, the disempowered lack boundaries? What does that look like? Well, the disempowered codependent is too dependent. They unrealistically expect care at all times. These are the ones, you should have my back and I gave to you, you owe me. Like I see people when they, you know, watch these videos, they'll really, they'll really fight back. No, I should get, it's just common courtesy. I should get recognized. Well, that's, that's their lack of boundaries. All right. And that's a part of how they're out of touch with reality. They can't say no. They give themselves and their power away to others in the hopes that somebody will notice them. Like it's, it's an exchange, but it's manipulative. I'll, like I'll give it, just like me rubbing my father's feet, I was giving myself away. I was giving my power away. Please, dad, notice me. And we end up doing, that's part of the worst day cycle. We'll do it as an adult in our relationships, careers, everything. Had a client in the office this week, just realized she's in mortgages because all she does, what are mortgage people do? They take care of real estate agents. They do everything for them. That was her whole childhood. She gave herself away, didn't know how to say no. She's been doing it her whole life. They make others responsible for their well-being or try to be responsible for and rescue others. That's the manipulative power grab. If I can be superhuman and take care of everybody, then I'll have worth. That's how they're out of it. They don't realize they're lying to themselves. And that's an, an, an unconscious manipulative dynamic they've put in place. Not because they're bad. They're just trying to survive the injuries and trauma from childhood. These are, this is the worst day cycle. They're just adapted. I've got to be disempowered to fit into this family system. I have no other shot. Okay. They see boundaries as mean, selfish, unkind, and that they are bad if they set them. The disempowered that's out of reality. Now, to recognize here, in codependence, both the disempowered and falsely empowered are out of touch with reality, all right? They don't realize they're dysfunctional. Some, the disempowered will is much more aware of it. The falsely empowered, hardly ever, all right? The way the disempowered can't see it is they're unconscious to the truth that they are deceiving themselves about who they are. They, can't, they also can't contain their truth and they overshare it. They are boundaryless. They puke their thoughts, feelings. You know, you've seen people just share their whole life story within two seconds of meeting somebody. That's being boundaryless. They, they, have an, they don't make direct requests um, and that they're passive aggressive. And so they don't realize that's a manipulation to control somebody. Um, they expect others to read their mind and they play the martyr. 
you should just know what I want. We've been together long enough. That's the, they're out of touch with the reality that they're codependent and that they're demanding somebody take care of them. It's not their, it's not the other person's job, but they've given themselves away so much. Now you better know. And if you don't, and then they can't see how manipulative that is and how to, out of touch that they're in self-deception of how they're controlling everyone from this disempowered victim position. They see it as righteous and they're out of reality with that. Now, not all, but this is, I'm talking about the part where they're out of reality, right? They will allow others to dictate how they think, act, believe, or they'll tell others how to think, act, and believe. And usually when they allow others, these are the people who've been with narcissists and then they play the victim card and blame the narcissist for everything as though they didn't go along with any of it. They didn't pick them. Like it is never about them. They're completely out of touch with reality as to how they played a part. They won't take responsibility that they allowed this person in their life and they're responsible for that. They're not to blame. And, not but, because it's true, they're not to blame. We don't teach about this, so I don't blame. And they are responsible to learn about it and heal it just like I did, went into my counselor and said, look, I know something's wrong with me. It's not all about her. It's about me too. We have to take responsibility for that. The, when the disempowered out of touch with reality won't do that, okay? They will expect care at all times, even when they say, oh no, I don't need it. They, they need it and they want it. And, they'll, and inside they're silently resenting if you don't chase them down and give it to them anyway. They're willing to get help. This is, now, this is the beauty of the disempowered. They're willing to get help. Even though they're out of reality, that their caretaking and their niceness is manipulative, that it's covert, um, and in its attempt to control others, and it's not actually nice. They're, they are out of reality of that truth. They were so neglected and abandoned in childhood that they are desperate, and this was me. I was so uncared for that I was desperate to get any help. I tried every, like any, my, Mike would suggest something, I'd do it. I didn't care. I was not resistant and I'm still not resistant. People call me out on my BS nonstop, followers, whatever. And if, if, if my reality lines up, I'm like, yep, you're right. I blew it on that one. Like I, that's the beauty of being the disempowered codependent is the abandonment was so severe that you're willing to do anything not to be abandoned again. And that means you're willing to do the recovery work. All right. Now the lack of self-care, the disempowered um, is very ineffective at meeting their needs and wants. They tend to be too needy. Uh, they, they require constant attention, remember? Now they won't see it that way. They won't see their neediness as too much, but it is too much. That what they require, but they don't realize it's their job to meet it, but that's because of the abandonment. That's why they're so needy. They'll feel guilt and shame or bad if they care for themselves. Like there's a tremendous, like, I can't do that. It's not nice. I'm selfish. These, these will be the hyper spiritual ones. They'll throw up God. You know, I'm not, don't misunderstand me and say I'm disparaging religion or that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a subset of people who use religion and God 
inappropriately under the guise of the Bible says I have to do this. Well, that's how they're out of touch with reality that they're not supposed to take care of. Look, Jesus went in the temple and destroyed everything. He said, hey, I'm not putting up with this. I have some needs and wants here. <laughs> All right? Well, you get to do that too. But no, you're out of touch with reality. You're needless and wantless. Oh, I can't do it. I'm so selfish and rude. Well, I guess, do you see you're placing yourself above God when you do that? Okay? <clears throat> the disempowered will avoid self-care by taking care of others first. And this is how they, this is the covert manipulative dynamic. They're, this is the sadistically nice. They don't realize they're manipulating from this victim position, but they are. Um, they will also get sick and hurt a lot. This is the only way they know how to get others to care for them because they don't know how to make the request directly. Or they'll have terrible relationships. They post it all over Facebook, but they never do anything about it because do you see, they're, they're desperate for care and attention, but they've only learned how to do it manipulatively. That was me. I, only, I, I, mis I didn't want to massage my dad's feet. It was a manipulation. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Try to get something from my dad. That's what I learned in my childhood, was how to be nice to manipulate to try and get something. I, so I got sick and hurt. You read about my book. until I used to get sick and hurt my whole childhood. I was in and out of hospitals just because... It would keep my mom sober. If I was sick or hurt, my mom wouldn't drink. I manipulated the whole family. All of us kids were, like, we were all really sick. All of us. Everyone was fighting to get seen and heard and get attention, to deal with the abandonment and neglect. But I made damn sure I was the sickest and the most hurt. I ran that house. I didn't see it then, but I see now how covertly manipulative I was as a survival mechanism because of the worst day cycle. It was all I could do. I'm not a bad person. I'm surviving. But now it's my job to take ownership and responsibility of my perfect imperfections and how I used everyone and everything because no one taught me anything different. And that's why I do this. You're doing this because no one ever showed you a different way. That doesn't, you're not to blame for that. And so now for the first time in your life, you get a choice. You can decide to tackle all this or you can stay where you are. It's your reality. Do what works best for you. But I know this, you'll never find what you want unless you do this work. And you'll get to it when it's right time for you. All right. How about immature and inability? The disempowered are chaotic, immature, out of control. They procrastinate. They refuse to delay gratification and, and they will rebel. They can at times be obstinate and stubborn and act impulsively without thinking. Addiction is quite common. They can't say no to themselves or others. Well, I've had about every addiction you can imagine. That's me. Let's switch over to the falsely empowered and their low self-esteem, self-love. They see themselves on the polar opposite. 
They see themselves as better than others. Well, my God, have you seen how I talk down about everyone? Oh, I'm the best at everything. No one knows what I know. And if you don't follow what I teach and talk about, you just aren't like, my God, you can see how falsely empowered I am. Like I get on my hobby horse about how great I am. Like, and how, yeah, all this stuff. I don't even need to say it. You've seen it. Like, in those moments, just just go, oh, poor Kenny. He's feeling about this big right now. Must have been thinking about his dad or who knows. I mean, something came up. I'm just feeling insecure. And that's okay. All right? They can also be arrogant and grandiose. Caught in the delusion of perfectionism. I don't do that, but arrogant, grandiose. I can do all that. Uh, they, the delusion that they are flawlessly good. I don't struggle with that one, but many do. They develop other esteem, believing that their value comes from the admiration or the adulation from others, which is primarily derived through their achievements. That was me playing sports. I don't, not any, I don't worry about that stuff anymore. But this is why the falsely empowered, the so-called most successful, they're, look, that documentary by Carl Icahn, The Billionaire, watch it. And he talks about how awful he was treated in childhood. And he hates what he's doing. He gets no satisfaction from it. He's just looking for this. He's so filled with shame and low self-esteem. He's like, well, if I can get enough money, if I can conquer this, maybe I'll feel better. But it's not working. He says it right there. Like all of them do If when you learn about this stuff. Like it's so obvious. The most successful are just as broken just as perfectly imperfect. They've just used their self-loathing, low self-esteem, self-hatred, and shame in the opposite direction. Instead of collapsing, they went to be superheroes. They over-impressed. <clears throat> Achievement and the presentation of being confident is a smokescreen to hide their deep shame and lack of inherent worth. They're just like everybody else. And this is part of where people, people confuse the narcissist with the falsely empowered codependent. You're going to see, if you choose to invest in learning about this information, you're going to see what you've been calling a narcissist is really a falsely empowered codependent. How do they lack boundaries? Well, they're different. They're anti-dependent. They're invulnerable. They never ask for help or admit that they need help. The falsely empowered say no a lot but they use it as power. They use it to seek retribution. It's to pay you back. Because this is the false empowered. It's all about power to hide how disempowered they actually feel. It's an adaptation to cover over tremendous low self-esteem and shame. But it looks the opposite. It hides behind shirts and suits and pocket squares. <laughs> Their conscious and unconscious goal is power and control to keep themselves safe. I used to do this in my intimate life. I pursued a dynamic intimately, which was all about power and control because I felt so powerless. They can be judgmental and critical. Okay, now we're really, man, we're really getting into Kenny. They can be judgmental and critical, defensive, dismissive, and withhold, well, I don't withhold information. I get boundaryless and share too much information. Well, I don't know if it's too much information. Um, the falsely empowered are walled in, walled off, and they avoid intimacy. And they do that by not letting themselves be known. 
So always think of those men or women you've been with that use this. That's the falsely empowered. But we in our society, ooh, they're strong, they're sexy, they've got it together, they're measured and mature. It's the exact opposite. They're hiding severe immaturity. They're not moderate and mature. That's what they're missing, okay? <clears throat> the falsely empowered, how are they out of touch with reality? Um, they're unconscious and deceiving themselves about the truth of who they are, just like the disempowered. They don't know or don't share the truth about themselves. They don't know the truth about themselves. They don't share the truth about themselves, yet they think of all people, they know themselves. Like they're, what do you, like they'll fight me to tooth and nail about their reality and, and how they've got it all together. And what do you mean my childhood is a problem? Oh no, like they think they've got it all figured out and they're completely out of reality that they don't have it figured out. They're like, it, this is why people will confuse them with narcissists because they're so pig headed. It's not that they're pig headed, it's that they're covering intense shame, all right? They use their success to deceive themselves that they are okay. They guard against letting others know them, but even worse, they defend against knowing themselves. Their deep shame core gets covered over with false arrogance and a false belief in their competency and the pursuit of their achievement. They leave out details. They avoid discussion or argument. They stay busy to avoid reality and connection. The walled-in, better-than, anti-dependent will resist recovery. They will rarely get professional help, and they don't think they need it. They're the toughest to treat, and they're often, most often, mischaracterized as a narcissist. Most people on this planet that are successful and that you think are a narcissist are actually a falsely empowered codependent that's desperately out of touch with reality and hiding a deep, deep, low self-esteem and a deep shame core. How do they lack self-care? They're needless and wantless. Uh, they won't ask for help because they don't believe they need help because they're so falsely empowered. They don't want to appear weak, so they avoid interdependence. They're disinterested, forgetful, late. That's all about power. Because they too were so, their abandonment was different. They were suffocated. They were made to grow up too early. So late is all about power. I'm, I can't invest. I'm going to own you. I'm going to make you wait on me. They're dismissive or even become angry at having to care for others. That happens to me. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes, you know, all the comments and things. Now, please don't take on this. This is my pain. Don't own this. Put up your boundaries. Protect yourself. But sometimes the comments and private messages I get, I freak out. I go into rage and lose it because I'm like, haven't I done enough? Now, that none of that's true. I'm the one posting the videos. It's not your fault. I'll have to see I'm out of touch with reality. I'm playing the victim. I'm lacking self-care, but I'm blaming you because you're commenting on a video I posted. Like, how dare you? Like, who's to blame here? There's no blame, but who's responsible? Me. And so I shut down, and, and just like the, this is my falsely empowered side, I get angry at having to respond to you. Well, I don't even have to respond to you. I get to choose. But see, that's the codependent draw. 
all right? Both the falsely empowered and disempowered get sick and hurt to control others. As I said, I used to do that. I don't do that now. How do they lack maturity and boundaries? Well, they are overly mature. They are rigid, perfectionistic, obsessive, stubborn, controlling. They are doers. They can't be. They can't sit still. They, that's the lack of moderation. Addictions are common. And the, the, the only way they know how to be vulnerable really is through health issues. They get sick and hurt a lot. And they use that to control others. But they can do it at a distance. It's, it's, I, it's kind of like I can ring the bell. I'm sick. Take care of me. But I'm too sick to talk. No, no. Just bring me what I need. And they, oh, yeah. But I can get in. It's the only way I can, they can accept care is they blow up their life in some way. So this is the successful person who all of a sudden blows everything up, you know. So how do you heal from all of this? Well, again. Three things. Pick up my book, Your Journey to Success. Learn about the worst day cycle. Pick up Pia Melody's book, Facing Codependence. I would also highly encourage you to go to my masterclass website, www.thegreatnessu.com. I've done three really deep codependence recovery uh, courses. Uh, master classes that guide you through the process of healing from to bring you into to raise your self-esteem to teach you how to have boundaries to bring you into reality of how this is shaping your life and show you how to care for yourself and attain maturity and moderation in your life the three master classes i suggest you take are titled the first one is how to break free from toxic relationships this is level one of codependence Level two is how to set and negotiate healthy boundaries. Level three is how to create lasting love and connection. Those three will, whichever side of the dynamic you're on. Now, if you financially don't have the money to pay for those, what I've done to help those in that position is I've created an audible only. Now, you don't get the journey books, which you really need to work through this. But at least you can get the content. I, I can't remember what the audible is. Maybe it's 30 bucks. You know, it's very inexpensive. But at least you get the material to start learning about. Now, if you decide you can at some point buy, you know, buy the videos and journey books, pay the full price for all of that. But at least it gets you, you know, if you're just, look, some people, because of their codependence and things, they're just financially, that's the best they can do right now. Well, that's why I did it. I do my best to offer things for you know free to those who can afford it um so i can make a living but you can also get the recovery you des you know that i believe we all deserve okay so those are your options if you think this will help somebody please share it leave me your comments and as always enjoy the journey